This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai. There's joy in every journey. You know the song, Harry? Uh, it's Van Halen. I don't know the name of it, though. 5150. Oh, this is 5150? I probably should have known that. What can I tell you? I was watching. Did you see the Matthew Perry interview with Diane Sawyer? You know, funny you say that. It came up on my uh, front page of YouTube, you know, okay. suggestions. And I keep seeing on, like, um, social media links to Matthew Perry this, Matthew Perry that, all these. Very things. sad. Because he's got a new book out about yes. his life, so I guess a he's been doing all. a lot of interviews. But that one looked like one I wanted to watch, and I didn't click it yet. I would, because it's very open and honest about his that. addiction. Yeah. And some of it is just... I, the I. We always talk about like mus- musicians on the road and some of their you know addictions when they're in their twenties and thirties, and you sit there and say, "How in the hell did they survive it?" This is very similar. He said at one point when he was taping Friends, he was taking thirty three Vicodin a day. Oh. Thirty three. That was when he realized that this has gotten to be absurd. And how about this one? He said, and I'm getting to a point about the Van Halen. He said he was such an addict that. Because when you're taking 33 pills a day, it's hard to get them from there's only so many doctors you can go to. He said he would go to open houses in Hollywood and then go in the bathrooms and look in the mirrors for painkillers. I have heard that is oh a my thing God. amongst uh, drug abusers. That is brutal. That they go to open houses and look in your mirror in yeah. your cabinets. So that my point was, though, and I don't know if this was on the Diane Sawyer thing or if I read this. The day after, I forget because there was so much that they talked about, was that he fell hard for Valerie Bertinelli. And at a party one night, he was at her place, I believe, and Eddie Van Halen passed out. He was drunk, and they made out 10 feet from him. Is that right, Jerry? Yes. How dare I hope Eddie Van Halen haunts him. And then he thought that because he was, like, smitten over her, he thought she felt the same way. And they were filming a movie or something. I forget. That's how they were together. And the next day, he kind of thought, you know, maybe he's she's going to leave him. And he's like, yeah, she acted like nothing happened. <laughs> <laughs> that sucks. Yeah. He said he was depressed over that. Yeah. It's, so it's pretty funny. Yeah. I will, well, I'm going to watch that. Maybe we'll all meeting lunch today. If I have there time. There you go. Harry. I don't know how you'll find the time between noon and eight, but. I don't know how I'll find you the can time. find a half hour. <laughs> I'll try. I'll try it. Yeah. I want to show you how much I've grown as a person, Jerry. Mm. Uh, yesterday, I was walking my dog at f- around 5.30 p.m., and I saw a woman frantically walking the streets and on the phone. And she said to me, excuse me, have you seen a loose pit bull running around? Wow. Now, a couple of years ago, Jerry, I would have headed right home. I and know. Hid. You helped the woman. Well, I asked some questions first. Trying not to be offensive, I go. Oh, I go. Oh, I go. Um, 
I haven't seen one. I'm going to be walking all the neighborhood. I'll look, though. Uh, is he uh, friendly to strangers? Not, in other words, is he sure. going to eat me? <laughs> she right said, here. no, he's friendly to strangers. I would I say, say I am the hero. <laughs> I always wanted to be the hero. Right. <laughs> I was like, is, is your dog like other dogs? Right. Yes, loves other dogs. I said, okay. So I, I, I did a long walk with my dog, and the whole neighborhood was out looking for this pit yeah. bull. What I a nice know, community you have. Yeah, I don't know whatever happened. I, I actually just posted on the Bradley Beach Facebook page to see if the dog was found. Mm, very sad if the answer is no. Yeah. I said, was, does he have an identifying collar on? She said, no, he's wearing a bandana, though. <laughs> oh, jeez. I love a dog and a bandana. I do, Jerry. too, but if, but if the bandana falls off, yeah. it's just a loose dog. Right. Did she try the ASPCA? I'm not sure. Mm. I know they were like, there were people on bikes looking for this dog. Wow. I was looking for the dog, Very Jerry. sad. Yeah, very sad. I did kind of want to be the hero on this one. You kind of wanted yeah. to? No, you always want to. Yeah. Be. I even thought this morning when I was walking my dog at like 2.30 in the morning, you were still looking for the pit bull? But yeah, I was. I was. And I was sure like, what a hero, because I knew their address. Right. Go imagine I knock on their door at 3 a.m. and I have their pit bull. How they'd have to invite me in. Meet your neighborhood hero, Al Dukes. <laughs> Had you done that, you would have got some biscotti, mm-hmm. a cup of tea. Yeah. And who knows what else? Was she single? Uh, no. I mean, they have, they're a family. They're a family in town. I'm oh, also I wasn't a single, single woman. I'm sorry. I don't think so, Jerry. But who knows? Well, good for you. Yeah. I mean, sort of. You didn't find the dog. I did not find you, the dog. Actually, when you think about it, you were a failure. Uh, well, me and the rest of the neighborhood. I yes. hope I hope the dog was found. If not, he's probably in another town at this point. He might around. be. Or he could be at the pound. Or he could be at the pound, yep. They, I, have they checked? That's what they should yeah, do. Yeah, that I don't know. They should do that. eBay Motors is here for the ride. Remember when you first saw the potential? And then through some elbow grease, fresh installs, and a whole lot of love... You transformed 100,000 miles and a body full of rust into a drive that's all your own. Look to your left. Look to your right. It's official. No one's got a ride like this. There's nothing else that sounds like, feels like, or looks like the set of wheels in your garage. With over 122 million parts, you can make sure your number one ride or die stays running smoothly. So there's no limit to how far you can take it. Brake kits, turbochargers, engines, exhaust kits, Roof racks, LED headlights, bumpers, whatever your baby needs, eBay Motors has it. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, it's guaranteed to fit your ride the first time, every time, or your money back. Plus, at these prices, well, you're burning rubber, not cash. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. Are there still dog catchers? Uh, I haven't seen a dog catcher since Bugs Bunny. Yeah. (laughs) I don't know. (laughs) I don't. I think you have to call the dog catcher. Right. Know? When I was a kid, though, my dog used to escape and get out of our yard. Yeah. And he'd be at the pound. Like, they were just dog catchers driving around really? looking for dogs. Well, that's about 40 years ago now, so <laughs> I don't know that that's a thing anymore, but I don't know that it's not. Right. Like the milkman. I would have never thought the milkman was still a thing, and yet the milkman still exists. Still exists. How Some people that? can still get milk delivered. Well, no, if you think about the 80s. Like jobs that were popular or the 70s that were popular yeah. then that are disappeared, we think, but haven't. Milkman, definitely. For sure. Dog catcher, for sure. Can you think of another one Milkman that's out there? Dog catcher. Uh, in my neighborhood, people used to get Charles Chips delivered. Charles Chips? Who was Charles? Charles Chips was just potato chips in a can, and they would 
come to your house and they would and Pringles bought them out. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know where Charles Chips. I've is never these heard days. of Charles, yeah, Charles Chips. Chips. No kidding. All around the neighborhood. Okay. Uh, other, yeah. Other than that, I can't think of anything that was just. I'll give you one. What? The travel agent. No, that person's long gone. There, no, there are still oh. some out there. Most of them have closed, though. Yeah. Because of places like Orbitz and American right. Express <laughs> Travel and the fact that you can just call up and do whatever you want. Yeah, because of places like the internet. Yeah, right. <laughs> that, too, exactly. Yeah. That would have been one. I remember booking my honeymoon at a travel agent. Yeah. Back in 19, I booked it in 98 for we got married in 99. And I remember thinking, man, what a great job. Not realizing in about seven years it'd be obsolete. Or at least almost. I used to go to the triple A office and be like, I want to go, uh, you know, they go, oh, here's some options. Then they'd give you the trip tick. Yeah, okay. Where they would, they would, uh, it was like a flippable map for your ride. So then they'd show you which roads, where to get off. They'd use a highlighter. My son cannot believe that we drove without like ways and Google either. Maps. I know. He's like, how did you do this? I'm like, we printed out maps from uh, MapQuest and, and be- we followed it. And before that, you had to and, just write down directions that someone yes. gave you. And he goes, what do you mean? I'm like, well, you would call your friend, and he would ask his mom for directions, <laughs> and then you would write them down, and that's how you got there. And if they were off, you had to figure it out. Right, and it would just be like, you're going to see a McDonald's on the left. Sure. <laughs> Turn there. Turn there. <laughs> right. No block, but there. Or how about even going to like an arena or something? Imagine trying to get to Barclays Center right now without Google Maps no or something. Chance. I mean, I know where it is now, but if you had to do it and write down the directions and, you know, get on the BQE or um, what is that? What is the stretch of the uh, Gowanus? Yeah. The There's Gowanus. no signs that say Gowanus. <laughs> so if someone told you you're going to go over the Verrazano Bridge, get on the Gowanus Expressway, take it to the BQE, my first panic move would be over the Verrazano. Where is this Gowanus? Yeah. There's What's no the signs for it. So, yeah, it's funny. And even then, when we got the maps that you could print out, or when the first GPSs came out that you would put in your car. Sure, the Garmins. The Garmins. They didn't have traffic no. information they on it. They just told you how to get there. Right. This is normally the easiest way to get there. Good luck and hope there's no traffic. And yet our partner in crime over here still uses the Rand McNally map. Yeah, Eddie loves a map. Love maps. Which loves is fine. Maps. I like to know where I'm going before I go there. Mm-hmm. Any the exact route? Me too. I look it right up on the on the Google. <laughs> uh, he's got literally got a paper map in his yeah. glove compartment still. By the way, Charles Chips still a thing. Could you still get them delivered to your home? Uh, well, you can order them. Charles. I would like to try these Charles Chips. Oh, they're delicious. CharlesChips.com. All right, so I'm going to check. So there Charles tr- Chips, here's what I want to know. Yeah. Are they like Ruffles or are they like Wise? They were more like uh, Ruffles. And they had a ketchup flavored one. Oh, see, now that that's dust, intriguing that to me. That was dusted with red dust. Charles Chips, look at this. And, and it has, like, potato sticks and then regular I'm not chips. into the potato sticks. That I don't, I don't lie. Oh, they've expanded their lineup, I guess, this Charles Chips. Barbecue, they, kettle cooked. Oh, yeah, barbecue. Waffles. Oh, how about this? I got to tell you something. You might have found something for me for the holidays. Charles Chips gift baskets? They've got, they've got chip tins. Yeah, that's what I, they. That's how they were delivered in big tins. Oh well, you said cans. I was thinking like Pringles. Oh no, 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 big like. Uh, Look at these things. Tins. Now, why does Charles Chips not become a thing? And like, why isn't that's really wild? And Charles Chips would, you know, thinking about the environment, they would. You would leave your giant tins out for Charles Chips to pick up when he uh, gave you your new potato chips. How about that? Right, and it was well, a delivery guy and everything. He only delivered Charles Chips. <laughs> it's really something. Yeah. They do have it in bags, too. All right, very cool. 
I'm in. I'm going to buy Check some Charles out, chips now for us. We're all getting let's let's get everybody Charles chips for the holidays. Yes, and a hoodie or a calendar. All right, let's Those take a quick, well. <laughs> let's take a quick break before we get fired. We'll get back to sports in sports. just a moment. Yes, and then we've got Boomer and Geo sports for four hours right here on the fan. 